Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. So good morning, St. James. Years ago, I found this greatest hits album by this little known artist. His name is Bing Crosby. Have you heard of him? Yeah, okay, that's good. This album has it all. It has a guy named Al Jolson. Heard of him? All right, so it's head nod. And the Andrew sisters. Yeah, I hear, I hear someone said, yeah, outside, that's good. And I listen to it pretty regularly. And if you catch me you, in the car, you might hear me singing it, especially when my kids are in the back seat and they don't like it, uh, singing a song from uh, 1944. It won an Academy Award. Um, does anyone have a guess what this song might be? What was that? No, it's Swinging on a Star from the movie uh, Going My Way, which I confess I've never seen, nor did I even know Going My Way even existed. But I love the song. Swinging on a Star, believe it or not, perfectly describes one of the main themes from the letters to the Ephesians. If any, does anyone know Swinging on a Star, the song? Do you want to, anyone want to sing it? You said sure? Oh. <laughs> so here are the lyrics. Would you like to swing on a star, carry moonbeams home in a jar, and be better off than you are, or would you rather be a mule? A mule is an animal with long, funny ears, kicks up at anything he hears. His back is brawny, but his brain is weak. He's just plain stupid with a stubborn streak. And by the way, if you hate to go to school, you may grow up to be a mule. The letter to the Ephesians is asking us to stand firm in our faith, not to be a stubborn mule. We are always facing a perilous cliff of stubbornness, clothed in our own created fiction, Surrounded by our self-righteousness. A stubborn person will refuse to listen to ideas that are different from their own. And they'll refuse to change their own beliefs. Uninformed ideas encircled by their own certainty, as one said, become fearful and boisterous and one-dimensional. The stubborn heart and mind are impervious to reason and may constitute one way to hide insecurity. So hiding insecurity is something many of us do at one point or another. So what insecurity do you hide? Can you admit what your insecurities are? Am I good enough? Am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Every week I fight my own insecurities and I need help to equip myself to stand firm. The idioms used in Ephesians take what is known for warfare and turns them into Christian teachings that are nonviolent. The truth is the belt that we put around. The righteousness is our breastplate. The gospel of peace are our shoes. Salvation is the helmet we put on. And the Holy Spirit is the sword 
these insecurities pale in comparison to those faced by those who were living in Ephesus at the time. The Ephesians needed to stand firm and not be stubborn. Because if they were stubborn, they'd show their insecurities. Because what they faced was more than what a physical shield or a sword could ward off. Early Christians knew they could not mount a war against the Roman war machine, nor did they want to. They were bearers of peace, and they were martyred for that belief. But then an interesting moment occurred. After Christianity became the norm, became legalized in the Roman Empire, they began to use actual swords on one another and others. We became stubborn and insecure in our own faith. And that same thread continues today. The belt of truth has become the belt of truthiness. The breastplate of righteousness has become the breastplate of self-righteousness. The swords have been laid down in many of our contexts today, but they've been replaced by other forms of injustice and stubbornness. Just look at the news of what people say and what actions are taking that do not promote peace, do not promote the gospel, do not promote love. Actions to love thy neighbor become secondary to love oneself first, second, and third, while only loving your neighbor if it can help you out as well. Historian Kathleen McVeigh, she said, historical study undermines the illusion perhaps still widespread among Christians that theirs is a history of peace while others have lived by the sword. Throughout history, we've become stubborn instead of standing firm. Some will think the way of thinking is just a modern construct. But no, as we have in this letter to the Ephesians, Paul even then, is urging them not to be stubborn and to stand firm in their faith. As we face that perilous cliff, as I mentioned earlier, we need to be careful and listen to Jesus inviting us back from that cliff to come back and stand firm, to be clothed in truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation in the Holy Spirit. Standing firm is to stand firm, is to be nurtured in a tradition, to be nurtured in a faithful community, to grow deep in its rich soil. Standing firm is different than stubbornness. Standing firm means that we are willing to debate, we are willing to listen, and to consider alternatives, while at the same time not sacrificing basic principles. We are called to pick up the spiritual tools, not physical tools, to spread the love of Christ, to shield ourselves from those who would attack and return not a volley of arrows, but tweets, snark, dangerous fiction, hate-filled speech. And we will return just a volley of love. So open yourself to listen. Keep our Christian faith central and watch what happens. Otherwise, we reduce ourselves to an animal that kicks up at anything it hears with a weak brain and a stubborn streak. 
We are children of God. We are not mules. Standing firm in the armor of God to heed the Christian call to charge ahead with the gospel of love. Amen.